If it's trending, Amber and Tanner are going to trend, 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 trend it out on Froggy 92.9. Parking fees at Santa Rosa's five downtown parking garages are going back into effect after two years of reduced charges as Santa Rosa looks to recoup revenue and begin to balance its parking fund. No changes are planned at meters or at surface parking lots at this time. So starting today, visitors shopping and dining downtown are going to have to pay to park in the garages from 6 a.m. to 1 a.m. every day. I'm sorry about that. Uh, with, there's some exceptions, though. Uh, so parking will be free for the first hour at all the garages and free on weekends during the holiday season. So parking will remain free on Sundays throughout the year at the 5th Street and D Street garages. Man, we're back to paying for parking at the mall. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> Dang it. Sorry about that. <laughs> so here's some good news. If you're driving anywhere for the 4th of July, gas prices are actually going down, which is something we haven't said in a very long time. The average price for a gallon of gas in the, in the United States has dropped to $4.86. For comparison, the cost is more than what we paid for Memorial Day five weeks ago, but the price is lower than the record-setting high of $5.01 a gallon set on June 14th. And prices could continue to inch down over the weekend, so experts say if you can wait to fill up from Saturday through Monday, you could actually save a couple of extra cents. Every cent counts! It truly, especially when it comes to gas. Uh, so it'll be a Reba reunion on the set of the new Lifetime movie called The Hammer. I'm a survivor. What do I mean by that is Reba McIntyre is going to star with... Um, fellow Reba show alum Melissa Peterman in this film. It's inspired by the life of traveling circuit judge Kim Wonker. So the film will star Reba McIntyre as the outspoken appointed judge at the 5th District of Nevada. Uh, Kim Wheeler, whose brand of justice is her signature trait. So The Hammer is Reba's second movie with Lifetime following last year's Christmas in Tune, which is a cute movie. You should definitely watch it. Um, I mean, Christmas in July, right? Yeah. It's my favorite thing. Uh, Reba will also executive produce the film. Her real life partner, Rex Lynn, will also star in the movie. With Amber and Tanner. Good morning! Today's country, Froggy 92.9. What's the strangest, weirdest, most interesting thing you've taken a little road trip for? There's a Pennsylvania teenager and he has gone viral because he recently drove 13 hours just to redeem a McDonald's coupon. You're kidding. <laughs> 13 hours for a McDonald's coupon? Well, his name's Colton. He found this coupon in his wallet, and it was good for one small McCafe drink. <laughs> um, so the coupon could only be redeemed at one of three like McDonald's locations, and it looked like the closest one to him was in this place called, place called Clear Lake, Iowa, which is 13 hours from where he lives in Pennsylvania. So him and his friends just hopped in the car and took a little road trip to Iowa just to go to the McDonald's. It's something to do. Now, I don't think it's necessarily about the free coffee. Right. I think it's just something to do with your buddies. Exactly, which I've done before, but but Tanner, what's the weirdest, strangest reason you've taken a road trip? You and I had a Friday off about a year ago, and uh, there's no Red Robins here in Sonoma County. Red Robin, it's kind of like a, a TGI Fridays or an Applebee's, uh, but there was one right outside of Sacramento, so I drove like at least six hours round trip <laughs> to eat at a Red Robin. I, I remember that day. You're like, should I just go to Red Robin? I was like, I mean, 
Why not? I took myself out on a little date. It was kind of nice. <laughs> then you texted me, they're closed. <laughs> you texted me, you're like, I'm still going to another one. <laughs> it took so long. It I went was crazy. to the Solano Mall. That one was closed. So I, I just enjoyed the adventure of it. And it was a good way to spend a day off. What I know, about you? I know oh, that I well, I know that I've told this story before, but uh, when I was a teenager, my friend Patrick just called me randomly one night and was like, "Hey, want to go to Crystals?" And I was like, "There isn't one for like an hour." <laughs> and he was like, yeah, there's a 24-hour one in Macon, and we're going to go. Yeah. He's like, I'm going to come pick you up. And I was like, Mom, can I go? I know this is weird. She was like, if that's all you guys are doing, I do not care. <laughs> She's like, um, my kid could uh, be out partying or causing mayhem. Yes, go to this restaurant. It's a delicious little restaurant. They have, like, <laughs> the hamburgers that are, like, White Castle hamburgers, like oh, these little squares. Little sliders. It's good. Uh, we're getting some great messages right now on our Facebook page, facebook.com slash froggy929. People sharing with us uh, the weirdest things they've taken road trips for. Thomas from Petaluma said, I drove from Reno to San Jose because because I wanted some Vietnamese, I think it's pate sandwiches? Pate. Pate. Hey, you learn something new every day. That was before I had the family and only had to answer to myself. <laughs> um, that's good. Luckily, that's that's kind of the situation we're in, Tanner. Yeah. We can do whatever we want. <laughs> uh, Laura from Windsor says, when I lived in New York City, a friend of mine asked if I wanted to go to Philly to get cheesesteak. Both young and single, sure, why not? Next thing I know, two or three hours later, we're eating cheesesteaks. Nice. Jo- uh, Jody from Guerneville said, I drove from my home in Yonkers, New York, to the nearest Waffle House, three hours away in Pennsylvania. That place is such a tasty heart attack. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> Catching the catching the with these guys. You just make my morning. You guys are my morning pickup. Amber and Tanner every morning. Today's country, Froggy 92.9. We want you ready for the long 4th of July weekend. Grilling up some hot dogs, hamburgers, celebrating America's birthday. This is the land of the brave and the home of the free, huh? Hey, it's the 4th of July. You want to have some fun? Do you know someone who has a funny or weird 4th of July tradition? So I was thinking about 4th of July traditions. You know, 4th of July is my favorite holiday. Amber, I know I say every holiday is my favorite holiday, but 4th of July truly is. (laughs) I promise. Pinky swear. I believe you. I believe you. Uh, Because my family, we used to go all out on 4th of July. And we had this tradition that now I'm realizing we were kind of jerks for doing. Uh, We used to go to our family friend Steve's house at midnight like the night before, so right when 4th of July hits. And we would light up all the fireworks that we had that evening. And then after the same time or like, oh yeah. And like one after the other, like nonstop (laughs) from midnight till the sun came up. And then when the sun came up, we would go get more fireworks for that night. Oh my gosh. (laughs) And I'm realizing now the neighbors must have hated us. And I think that's such a rude thing to do now. And, uh, you know, when I was a kid, I was like, oh, my God, this is awesome. But now I'm an adult. I'm like, that was messed up. Well, I think that a lot of people understand there's going to be loud noises on 4th of July. But typically there is some sort of like noise ordinance rule. Like after 10 o'clock, you can call the cops or something. Nobody ever called the cops on us. Maybe they were cool with it. Maybe they were enjoying the show. Maybe. (laughs) Uh, Amber, do you know anyone that has any strange 4th of July traditions? Um, I thought it was weird that my family used to take me to church on 4th of July. And there was like a 
Fourth of July church celebration. I didn't. I've never heard of that before. Yeah, I, I mean, like church is so big in the South. There's like a church on every corner, and it was kind of the thing to do. But we used to go to church on Fourth of July. Praise the Lord. Praise we, America. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Kenny from Pengrove, what is your Fourth of July tradition? I, I mean, we blow up watermelons, and I mean, we just yeah, we love the Fourth of July. We yeah. just celebrate. We stick, uh, put in firecrackers and watermelons and light them and run and we'll, it'll destroy the watermelon. Yeah. Completely evaporate it. It's gonna be a good day. With Amber and Tanner in the morning. I got some good friends. They only good time when they're awesome. Today's country. Froggy 92.9. Have you ever walked out of a movie? Stephen King, legendary horror novelist. Recently revealed on Twitter that when he went to see Transformers back with, you know, Shia LaBeouf and Megan Fox, 2007, he left midway through the action film. I don't blame him. That movie stunk. Really? You didn't like that first Transformers movie? I didn't like any of them. If I'm, if I don't like, I didn't like any of them. (laughs) I, I I think I watched them recently. I don't think I watched them when I they first came out. But I love Shia LaBeouf, so I was for it. Yeah, but he did a bad job. <laughs> and uh, when you're you someone like so? Stephen King, he seems like someone who'd turn his nose up on a lot of different movies. So this yeah. doesn't surprise me. He he didn't explain why. He just said it was Transformers. <laughs> um, and he then he wrote, you know, I'm curious what other movies people have walked out of. Uh, so Tanner, is there a movie? You went to see in theaters and you just had enough of it and walked out. Wreck It Ralph 2. <laughs> I You were ready to tell me that. I have been waiting all morning to talk about Wreck It Ralph 2. <laughs> now, I went and saw this movie with my girlfriend at the time and her, her entire family during Thanksgiving. And I was so bored during Wreck It Ralph 2 that I went and sat in the bathroom on my phone and waited for the movie to be over. <laughs> I can't remember which one that like I've seen both of them, but I can't remember the plot to that one. Do Neither you? can I. I was about to say maybe you can't. <laughs> I know they're you? like they're like worried about like not being video games anymore. Yeah, isn't that like the basis of it? I think so. Honestly, I left maybe twenty minutes in. <laughs> I was sitting in the lobby for a while. Uh, this was actually one of mine and Cole's first dates. It was this movie called The Last Exorcism, and it came out in like 2010. That's how long we've been together. Um, and we had to sit in the front row because we relate. Imagine that. And I got like such a terrible headache from sitting like so close to the screen that we had to leave. Ooh. So I don't remember much about the movie, but yeah. we did walk out of it. Those seats stink because your neck is all the way back. And you can't even really see the screen. Yeah, it was awful. I felt really bad. I was like, hey, I hate to do this. But that's how you know Cole's a good one. Because he didn't like break up with me or anything after that. Uh, We asked on Facebook, facebook.com slash Amber and Tanner in the morning. What's a movie you walked out of? Maggie from Runner Park said, when I was 12, I walked out of the ring. When they showed that girl's face in the closet or whatever, I was crying. It scared me so much. (laughs) Rob from Healdsburg said, I walked out of the fifth element. Not by my own choice. I was nine. And it infuriated my dad so much. We had had to leave after 15 minutes. Melissa from Sebastopol said, Aragon, have you read the books? Have you seen the movie? No more explanation required. <laughs> <laughs> They're awesome. Amber and Tanner. No one better. Froggy 92.9. It's wine o'clock somewhere, so pour yourself a glass. It's time to whine about it with Amber on Froggy 92.9. Last week, this video of a Burger King employee in Las Vegas went viral. So Kevin Ford has worked 
for 27 years at this Burger King without missing a day. And in appreciation for his efforts, he received a goodie bag, which included a Starbucks reusable cup, two bags of candy, and some movie passes. Now, I'd like to point out that this goodie bag was actually a gallon plastic bag. It wasn't even like a fancy one. Uh, So the video of this gift bag started circulating. And people felt sorry for Kevin Ford. And, you know, after 27 years, never missing a day, being loyal to your company, you get a bag of candy. And the video was actually very heartbreaking to watch. He was still, like, really thankful because obviously he's a good person and a good employee. He just seems like such a sweet man. It's just sad that this is all you get after 27 years of service. And I think it's just a really great example of how companies in America truly don't care about their employees. They're just all about the profit and, you know, using us for labor. Now, we couldn't, I mean, what, we couldn't even get this man like a plaque or some extra vacation days or something. No, they give him a Ziploc bag of movie passes. But luckily, his daughter started a GoFundMe page to show, you know, her appreciation for him. And so far, the fundraiser has received around $250,000 in donations, which is great. Maybe he can use this to pay some bills or go on vacation, one that he probably rightly deserves. And what's really cool about all this, he actually hasn't seen his daughter or grandkids for over four years. Uh, But on Tuesday's Today Show, the family was reunited. So, you know, there is some good news to this sad story. There is a happy ending. But do you think Burger King should have done more for this man? Or is this pretty typical for companies? What are your thoughts? Got something to say? Call me up. You can get on the radio. Call Froggy 92.9 and tell Amber and Tanner in the morning right now. 636-1-HOP. 636-1467. This is Froggy 92.9. You, you, you pretty good at trivia? Is this a question? Once you stop testing yourself, you get slow. Answer my question or you'll be standing tall before the man. 33% of people have tried to eat better by giving this up. What is it? Here's a clue. Has to do with a drink. Here's another clue. It can be sweet. Here's a final clue. It is not booze. What is it? John from Roner Park, what is your guess for today's mind bender? I'm thinking a uh, soda. John from Roner Park. That That's is correct! correct. <laughs> Yay! Congratulations! You are going to Thank the you. Green Music Center's 4th of July fireworks spectacular. It's going to be so much fun. Oh, yeah! I'm so excited. Now, John, are you a soda drinker? I, I am, but there's times I try to quit myself. Yeah, same here. What's your favorite? <laughs> uh, usually Coca-Cola is my favorite. <laughs> um, us too. We love Coca-Cola in the studio. Well, congratulations. You're heading to the Green Music Center for 4th of July, thanks to which morning show? Amber and Tanner, Froggy 92.9. She has fireworks. She has fireworks. They always watch the fireworks. Yeah, I'm doing the fireworks. Give me your fireworks. So law enforcement officials are warning pet owners ahead of the 4th of July. Uh, because, you know, fireworks are exciting for humans, but they're actually very terrible for your dogs and your cats. The noise can cause high levels of anxiety. But actually, did you know that more dogs and cats go missing on the 4th of July than any other holiday? I believe it. Yeah. Absolutely, because they're terrified by all these loud sounds. They can't, you know, they don't, they're not like, oh, it's a firework. Yeah, they so don't So they're know. running. 
So for that reason, we've got a couple of tips to help keep your furry friends safe during this festive weekend. First, make sure your pets have proper identification on them if they get out of the house. Uh, so next, ask your vet about medication to maybe calm your pet's anxiety. Some dogs have anxiety over fireworks more than others. Uh, so there are actually over-the-counter solutions at most pet stores, but uh, you need to read the directions very carefully. It's also important to ask your vet. This next one's a huge one. Make sure your pet doesn't pick up anything that goes boom. Even if it's a dud sparkler or anything, it could be smoldering on the inside, and when you move it around, that's when it goes off. Yeah, that's an important one. I've heard of some pretty crazy stories about that. Uh, so also, if you, you know, can have some distractions ready for your pet, that's a great idea. You know, keep their favorite toy or blanket nearby, something to help soothe their nerves. My dog has this thing called a thunder jacket that's really good for anxiety. You can order one on Amazon. It'll be here before the holiday. Yeah, it's like a little stress ball for humans. When we're just like, oh, God, I'm so stressed. Might be good for a dog or a cat or a hamster or a snake, whatever you have. Uh, finally, don't take your pet to the party. As much as you might want to show off your dog, there's a better chance for them to flee when the loud noises start. Catching them. Catching them. With these guys. You just make my morning. You guys are my morning pickup. Amber and Tanner every morning. Today's country, Froggy 92.9. Amber and Tanner in the morning present The Neighbor Dispute with Barry Martindale on Froggy 92.9. Today on The Neighbor Dispute, we're going to call Isaac because he's using his mom's Netflix account. We're going to try to get some money out of him. Hello? Hi, is this Isaac? Yes, this is Isaac. Who's calling? Barry Martindale of Martindale and Johnson Attorney Services. I'm calling you on behalf of Netflix okay. because I have an understanding that you're using another Netflix account in your home that does not belong to you. Uh, yeah, my mother gave me a password. I use her account occasionally. Well, that's against the policy. And are you aware that you were committing theft? Huh? No, I thought she has the account where two different screens, so yeah, I'm actually not. Because you are in different IP addresses, it's actually against the law that you're doing that. And you're going to have to back pay $1,310 for using the account what? for multiple years. Oh, no. Uh, no. No, I'm not paying you guys that much. Are you, I'm not paying you anything. Well, it we says can. She could use it on two different devices, and that's what we're doing. Well, the type of account that your mother has, uh, that's not permitted. Well, uh, okay, I'll stop using it, but I'm not paying back thirteen hundred dollars, roughly. No way. What we can do is Absolutely set up. A, not. What we can do is set up a payment plan, so you can send just a no, hundred dollars a month. I'm not paying. We're not setting up a payment plan or anything. I'm not paying that much money. Are you kidding me? Well, if you're not going to pay the money, I guess we could garnish your wages or come after your workplace, and I'm sure they would be accommodating and understanding. Oh, but Netflix? Are you kidding me? This is not the government, bro. You're lucky we don't throw jail time on you for this, buddy. Jail time for using my mother's Netflix password? Uh, good luck with that. You've been Martindale. My name is actually Tanner from Amber and Tanner in the morning. You're on Froggy Night 2.9's Neighbor Dispute. Neighbor Dispute? Who told you to call me and do that? Listen to Amber and Tanner in the morning every weekday at 7.55 for the Neighbor Dispute with Barry Martindale on Froggy 92.9. Have you ever witnessed a parent make a scene at their kid's sporting event? So last night I went down a giant YouTube rabbit hole of parents freaking out at their kids' sporting events, whether it's coaches, whether it's referees, or even sometimes kids, weirdly enough. Yeah. 
and the videos were like top five parents who freaked out at kids' football games, you know, stuff like that. And I'm a little ashamed to admit that I watched this for as long as I did. That sounds like a great compilation. I may go home later and watch it. It's so good. I'll send you some links. <laughs> Thank you. Absolutely. Good. That saves me time. Because you're just sitting there and you love watching a disaster happen. You love watching people make a fool out of themselves. Yeah, it's like a train wreck. You can't look away. I experienced one of those train wrecks when I was a young kid. I was seven years old at football practice and uh, it was an uneven matchup between two kids and this kid like knocked the daylight out of the other kid and the parent came over and was running and was yelling at the coach like you did that on purpose you don't like my kid that's why my kid doesn't start and like shoved the coach and like actually like shoved the kid off their kid and I was like just sitting there seven years old and I was like oh my god this is a situation (laughs) yeah I kind of understand where the dad is coming from because when you're a parent you just want nothing but to protect your kid right uh but that sounds awful. Yeah. And this <laughs> still was, sounds pretty awful. You don't touch another kid. This was before cell phones came out and all that stuff. So maybe parents felt like they could get away with more, I guess. But uh, Amber, have you ever witnessed something like this? I know you grew up playing sports as well. Uh, sports are so serious, I feel like, in the South. And you have all those like football mamas that are out there. And I watched a mom at a high school football game go out onto the field and start a fight with the ref. She oh, was, my. She was like, you, that's a terrible call you are <laughs> terrible person for that and you need to redo the i don't think you can like redo calls but i, I, I just so embarrassed for the kids of those parents i feel like they love it you like think everyone so? thrives on being a football mom yeah <laughs> i don't know i would just if my parents ever did that i would be humiliated <laughs> I'd be like, oh, God, Dad, go, stop, please. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But on our Froggy Instagram story, we're just trying to see how common this is. And 67% of Sonoma County has witnessed a parent make a scene at their kid's sporting event. Look, it's just T-ball. Amber and Tanner on Froggy 92.9, the show that's much like a morning show, roughly speaking. Once a night, I'm cleaning out my closet. So how is your closet organized? Is it color coordinated? Is it based on seasons? What does it look like in there? Because this week I was really frustrated trying to find things in my closet. It was very cluttered. I needed to get rid of some things. So I decided to color coordinate it. So I had it organized like based on type, I guess. I'll say like dresses, tank top, dress shirts, casual shirts, and so on and so forth. Um... But I just didn't like it that way, so I color coordinated instead. That's really going above and beyond I used for a to closet. Do, I used to do that in high school. I used to have it color coordinated, and then I changed it. And I, I'm, I'm, I'm going back. I don't know. We'll see what happens. Is there? Do you have a specific way you organize your closet or no? <laughs> I wish I did, but no. My oh. closet is absolute mayhem. There's jackets next to t-shirts. Nothing <laughs> is color coordinated. Honestly, going into my closet, it's like, oh, I forgot I had this shirt because it was buried deep in my closet for the last you know, year and a half or yeah. whatever. Uh, there's no coordination. And it's funny because my girlfriend and I, we share a closet and her side's all color coordinated and you know, certain shirts are by each other dresses are by each other i'll have like a pair of pants a jacket a shirt it makes no sense uh, you know i feel like a lot of people's closets are like that because i mean most people pick out their like clothes the night before so it doesn't matter but... i definitely don't do that either 
<laughs> oh my gosh. I'm disorganized when it comes to stuff like that. Okay. Well, we did ask on our Instagram at froggy929, how is your closet organized? Got a lot of got a lot of organized people here in Sonoma County. I'm shocked by some of these responses. Kara from Santa Rosa said, I have mine color coded from white to darkest and tops. Dresses are separate from them. They are white to dark, but sleeveless are separated from sleeved ones. Oh, hmm. very organized. Yeah. Um, Taylor from Sonoma says, I have almost everything I own hung in my closet. It's all organized by type. Dresses, blazers, pants, long sleeves, tops, etc. Most of my clothes work well together. So that's how I had it before. I have changed to color coordinated. Wes from Petaluma <laughs> said, I actually have mine organized by color, dark to light. It's a daily reminder that I own way too many black, gray, and white shirts. <laughs> <laughs> Wake up. Amber and Tanner on Froggy 92.9, Sonoma County's number one for today's country. It's the Amber Showdown! Justin from Santa Rosa, are you ready to compete against Amber in the Amber Showdown? Yes, I am. This is how it works. I'm going to ask you five rapid-fire questions. Amber will be outside the studio, so she can't hear them. Justin, once you're done, we're going to bring Amber back into the studio and see how the two of you score. All right. Justin, you want to talk some smack to Amber for a half a point bonus? Yeah, I uh, hope you lose, Amber. <laughs> <laughs> he said, yeah. Uh. <laughs> hope you lose, Amber. Hope you lose. Okay. All right, Amber's out of the studio. Justin, you have a great voice, by the way. You're probably going to take my job someday. Uh, <laughs> uh, Amber's record's 485 wins and 39 losses. Here's question number one. Season 22 of The Voice will premiere on Monday, September 19th on NBC. Which country superstar is a judge on The Voice? Blake Shelton. That is correct. Here's question number two. Maren Morris says that the pandemic helped her realign her priorities. How many children does Maren Morris have? I want to say two. That is incorrect. Mm. Question three. Joey Chestnut has a 96% chance of winning the Nathan's Famous Eating Contest on the 4th of July. What food will Joey be eating? Hot dogs. That is correct. Question four. Kane Brown says that he was once on the show X Factor. Finish the lyric, I love you like I love... Uh, my hometown. That is incorrect. Mm. And here's question number five. Taylor Swift has allegedly gotten engaged. True or false, this is Taylor's first engagement. False. That is incorrect. I'm going to bring Amber back in. Amber, Justin from Santa Rosa got two and a half out of five today. All right. Were they hard today, Justin? Uh, a little bit. Okay. Here's question one. Season 22 of The Voice will premiere on Monday on September 19th on NBC. Which country superstar is a judge on The Voice? Blake Shelton. That is correct. Justin also got that correct. One to one is the score. Question two. Maren Morris says that the pandemic helped her realign her priorities. How many children does Maren Morris have? One. Correct. Justin got that incorrect. Amber, you're up two to one. Question number three, Joey Chestnut has a 96% chance of winning the Nathan's Famous Eating Contest on the 4th of July. What food will Joey be eating? Hot dogs? That is correct. Justin also got that correct. It's incredible. Three to two. Yeah, it's it's wild. <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> Justin, you think you can eat a hot dog that fast? No. <laughs> <laughs> He's an honest man. <laughs> Question number four. Kane Brown says that he was once on the show X Factor. Finish the lyric, I love you like I love... Country music. That's correct. Justin got that incorrect. Amber, you're up four to two. And here's question number five. Taylor Swift has allegedly gotten engaged. 
True or false, this is Taylor's first engagement. True? That is correct. The final score, Amber wins five to Justin's two and a half. Justin, so sorry you're not the champion of the Amber Showdown, and you got to say the phrase. I'm not smarter than Amber. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Just today, right? Just today. Just today. (laughs) Well, congratulations, Justin. Uh, You're still going to the Shoreline Amphitheater on July 30th to see the chicks. All right, awesome. Thank you. That's all thanks to which morning show, Justin? Amber and Tanner, Foggy 92.9. She got eyes that cut you like a knife. And it's a great The purpose of Grain Day to Be Alive Friday is Amber and I are going to air out all of our grievances from the week, and we're going to wash that all away with the sweet, sweet sounds of Mr. Travis Tritt to get ready for the weekend. And it's a great day to be alive. Amber, would you like to kick us off? Sure. Well, uh, I got COVID. And it's a great <laughs> day to be alive. Shout out the country summer. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's been really tough on you. And uh, you listening in the car on the app, Amber has been like putting in the work to make sure she can be <laughs> on the radio. A lot of cough drops have been involved this morning, but yeah. I'm okay. So my girlfriend asked me to fix the sink while she was gone for the week. Did I fix it? <laughs> no, not yet. <laughs> She's going to be mad. That hefty laugh. <laughs> no, yeah. <laughs> uh, well, something really weird happened to me this morning. I woke up. My face was absolutely on fire. It stopped and went away, and I'm not even sure why. And it's a great day to be alive. I'm just going to blame it on COVID. I think it was just dry. Yeah. <laughs> blame <laughs> it on the COVID. Oh, my gosh. So I got a tattoo, which is really exciting. It's wow. on my forearm. Cool. Uh what isn't exciting is the giant rash I got from it. I mean, it's been a week and it's still there. <laughs> and it's a great day to be alive. You're so sensitive. I know. I, <laughs> I have such sensitive skin. <laughs> That's crazy. Um, have you told people what it's uh, what it is? What is the tattoo? Whoa! Why can't I talk right now? Have you told people what the tattoo is? Oh, I guess I haven't. Okay. Which is weird because usually I tell people everything. It's a, a do- self-portrait of John Lennon's face. It's a great day to be. <laughs> and it's a great day to be alive. Okay. Um. Well, because I had COVID, my sleep schedule is really derailed, and I cannot, cannot get back on track. And it's a great day to be alive. So this is weird, and next week we're going to talk about it a little bit more on the show. My neighbor invited himself in my apartment, and he was there for like an hour, <laughs> even though I made it very obvious that I didn't want him there. And it was just weird. He, he's a weird guy. And it's a great day. They're awesome. Amber and Tanner. No one better. Froggy 92.9.